Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Relax Law. In these episodes, Sevs and I will be writing and reading our own scripts and takes on different parts of the Destiny Universe lore. Our goal here is to be as informative as possible, which means we will be explaining even the most basic of understandings to ensure all listeners feel as welcome as possible. With that said, we hope you enjoy and come back soon. Welcome back, guys, to uh, episode three of the Relax Law podcast, fortnightly, bi-weekly special show that we do where we talk specifically about the law of the universe. Is it bi-weekly twice a week? <laughs> I fucked that up. It's once a fortnight, once every two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Angerco's misses in the background telling she's, him she's that. She's corrected me already. <laughs> she's been here for three seconds and she's already micromanaging me. So this is going to read this week's uh, episode of the law that he's written. I was supposed to write this week's. I didn't get time. I got quite busy. And by, he... all accounts, by all accounts, I am just the law person that can just churn out a story in about two days. You do because... very well. Because he turned around and goes, oh, I can't write anything. And he told me on Monday. And so this video, <laughs> this this whole script I've written Monday is now Wednesday. So I've written it in the last, last three days. I do apologize if there's grammar, incorrect grammar. or And I think I've kind of figured out that I'm I'm very morbid with my writing. Right. I have a certain way of writing, and I'm very, I'm, I'm a very morbid, morbid person. So you'll you'll know you'll know in this uh, thing. That's, a, that's okay. Um, I think a bit of morbid morbidity. morbidity is that the word morbidity? Yeah. I think it's so, nice to bring that to the world of what we're telling because we live well. We play in a time where the the destiny world's quite happy. I know the current storyline is not that happy. But yeah. it's still very bright and a lit world, but like we're like a hundred years away from when the world was literally in an apocalypse. Well, I, I, I purposely picked this one because it coincides with kind of the issues that we've got going on. Yeah. Um, in the thing. So today's subject, the speaker. All right. Okay. We know where if you're old Destiny or your new Destiny, blah blah blah, you know. You should, if you've done Gaul, if you've done the Destiny 2, you know who the speaker is or what he kind of represents. So the speaker is a, a, a guy that is the head of the consensus, but then he's on the same, he, the way I've read it, he's on the same level as the Vanguard. Mm-hmm. So the faction rallies, so the faction, so obviously um, Future War, uh, Future War Cult, um, Dead Orbit, and uh, New Monarchy. They come up to the consent. They come up to the speaker, and then he will then be able to contact the vanguard, and they're on the same line. And that's, I think, this is the breakdown that we're having with um, the consensus at the moment. Is we have no speaker. There is there is storylines in the background where there's supposed to be having a speaker, and there was obviously information brought out about the speaker during 
the Red War invasion with Gala and stuff like that, where I'm not going to kind I'm going to kind of get onto a little bit, but I'm going to talk about the very first, the, sp- the very first speaker, because we know there's, there's possibly, possibly three. There's the one during Gaul, there's the one who made the mask, so there's two, and then the one before that. Whether the, whether the traveler extends the life of every human that is around, I'm not too sure, because the speaker during Gaul was born within the Dark Age. Yeah. Now the Dark Age is just after the collapse. So the Dark Age was during, and he's not a he's not a light bearer. So he's not a um, he's not a guardian or a light bearer or anything like that. But he had a ghost. Did he have a ghost? Yeah, he had a ghost. He was oh. he he did die during well our most recent speaker died when the traveler was shut off. Oh, sorry. I I, I thought he was. Uh, I thought he wasn't a guardian. No, I'm pr- I'm pretty sure he was. Yeah. Well, we never okay. really. Saw, I mean, he had a ghost with him, but it's like it doesn't technically make him a guardian. We just saw he had a ghost. All right. Like, well, I'll I'll, I'll get back to you. I'll get back to you if he's a ghost or not. We'll work that out. I do apologize. I didn't realize he was a ghost. Um, because he was born during the Dark Age, and that doesn't mean, and that's a hell of a long time. Well, hmm. like the Iron Lords are out and all that sort of stuff, and Shax was around and all that sort of stuff. But hmm. I was kind of thinking, oh, well, maybe the traveler kind of prolonged his life due to the fact that he was the speaker for the traveler as such. Yeah. So we don't know anything. Once again, literally do not know anything. It is what we know during the game. We have some information of how him and him and Osiris had a big falling out and Osiris left the thing. And that's a future thing. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go back the very first so this is during the Ares one mission during the tra- terraforming this is the lead up where moon x now the traveler has come into play so what i i'll just kind of explain my my mentality against is i don't think what i'm trying to get at is i don't think something is just going to be oh i can use somebody speaking like you always hear um what was that one with scarlett johansson and she has that blue crystal um stuff oh the one where she like gets super intelligent yeah um, uh lucy lucy that's the one so she gets it but through she's nose bleeding she's her head is like exploding she's climbing up walls like i can't like i think destiny writes the chair and go yeah well that that guy can hear the, the traveler speak now hmm. but you've got a cosmic entity in a human brain every every superhero movie or everything you always got if even if you go back to the bible and go you get a normal human you get an angel angel talks to the human their fucking eyes are gonna burn out they are fucking dead yeah yeah so we just have to cons- we're trying to get a fucking cosmic entity a paracausal entity like the traveler mm. into a human brain mm. it funny. has to sorry you can go Oh, I, was, I, just want, I just want to jump in really quick. I know this is your thing. Um, the most recent traveler that we saw, uh, speaker that we saw, was like down the line, and we do know that their connection, the speaker's connection with the traveler, has gotten weaker with yeah. each generation. So the yeah. very first one, like you're saying, would have an incredibly powerful one. Yeah. And so you, I th- I'm totally with you on this thought process of it wouldn't have been just some thing that just like woke up and he could hear the voices. It's like yeah. there was moments where things were happening in his brain it was racking with him 
Yeah. You know, like, oh, she was just ducking out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to, I didn't want to, I didn't want to talk as she was, I think. So, and we all know that during Gal, it finds out that the speaker actually can't, the new speaker, and I don't want to wreck it, he can't actually speak to the traveler anymore. He doesn't hear the traveler anymore. So it's basically a, a charade uh, position but he was still the head of the consensus and he was still a, a fairly large part of the, the whole dynamics of the town. And I think that's the way Lakshmi is coming up and being able to run things or really control the, the narrative now is because there isn't that speaker who can you, who's over the top of everything that can control the vanguard, that control the consensus. Mm. There, there isn't that anymore. Yeah. And I think this is the main breakdown. This is why I wanted to bring this guy into it. So I thought like, we could bring this guy into it and then it can kind of flesh out, you know. It, but once again, like I said, there's everything I've written mm. is completely, completely f- made up fantasy as such. All right. These are my but, favorite ones. But the, I've made it. Get... <coughs> Far out. But I've, yeah. but I've made it more female oriented characters because I liked Kay talking in the last one. Oh, that's awesome! So I've, 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 I, it's very little, very little on it, but I've, I've actually made him a female because I actually really enjoyed uh, the case. Okay, okay. So, so as you know, guys, episode two came out. Agakai is a film student, and so he just did a basic recording. I don't know why, um, <laughs> and then he got his future wife to. Um, to voice actor so mm. we will be doing shout outs as well asking for voice actors i we just did it we just asked on the the actual main podcast where we will be asking for voice actors if when we get different roles and we get like five or six people you don't want to hear my accent all the time and because it'll get it just drones on yeah. but like i said we i picked the speaker because it seems logical logical that when the traveler comes in the speaker will be there however he's however he's uh going with his shit mm-hmm. all right devotion inspires bravery bravery inspires sacrifice sacrifice leads to death so feel free to kill yourself the speaker to dominus school <laughs> fucking love it all right let me i'm gonna shove you over there so i can see your face I'm going to show you there. Sun, game, flowers, darkness, void, fight, scared, run. A tug on my leg brought me to lucidity. My head pounding and my tongue felt furry and thick in my mouth. The tugging on my leg became more insistent and then nothing, it stopped. Mars, Venus, Jupiter, Rhys. These words were quiet in the back of my brain. I lounged in a blissful darkness until the pounding in my head came back, now accompanied with ringing in my ears. I cracked a gummed up eye and light assaulted me so bright it streamed, bringing a cry of dull pain to my lips. A large slick rat looked at me with beady eyes from a rusted hole of a skip bin, waiting for some cue on whether they can pounce, eat, or whatever rats do when they're hungry. I lifted my arm slowly, trying to shoo it away, but just a feeble push at the ground was all I could manage. Broken glass cut painfully into my palm. I can't. I can't. 
can't, I can't stay here, I croaked. My voice shocked my ears. Was this my voice? Why did it sound different? Why was I here? I asked myself, remembering faintly a white moon. I managed to roll onto my back and instantly a painful something was poking me in the ribs. I didn't care. The pain was keeping me conscious. My world was now a square of gray sky and the faint white clouds that scudded out of sight. The sky was framed by high rise buildings. Some had lights on, but many were dark. One window was smashed and concentrating on that brought me back, fighting to lucidity again. The tugging was back. This time at my waist, the smell was foul. It crawled into my nose and it wouldn't leave. It was painful to swallow. Saliva pooling within my mouth. I could taste iron. I broke eye contact with a shattered pane of glass and I had to fight to stay awake. Darkness crashed at the edges of my mind, trying to tear me back down to its comforting grasp. But I couldn't. I wouldn't. Because I know. It was death. A dirty head came into view. My eyes focused at pinpoints. Why did his hair move that way? Why did it look like that ants crawling across his scalp? Ah, oh yeah. She has lice. Well, that's okay then. My brain numbed to my body's concern. It looked at me as I let out a groan. Her eyes had sunk into the sockets and the cheeks were drawn from prolonged abuse, drug use. I'm not too sure. A single tooth holding on for dear life, but by the color, it was slowly losing that fight. A line of dribble caught a glint of light. It was mesmerizing. She pulled at my body, hands strong and deft. At least the pain in my ribs left. But only to replace by a sick feeling in my stomach. I took that as a win. She found what she wanted. Possibly my wallet. Once she got what she wanted, she dropped me back roughly, and there was the rib pain again, with a sharp stab as something cut and dug in at the same time. She scuttled away. Darkness, ships, Mars, light, solar. So what I've what I've done is the the crashing of this entity has knocked him out. Mm-hmm. You know, but. What I've, as with most things, you you just get these. I, I would imagine just. Well, what I'm imagining is just these flashes, like, do, yeah. do, do, hitting him in the face as he's semi-conscious, coming back in. He doesn't know what's going on, and you'll figure out later on that there's only room for one conscious one consciousness within. The head, you know, the headspace of this. Uh, I'm gonna say yeah. poor guy. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of getting that same idea. It was like it was like <clears throat> when you were describing the planets and everything. I was kind of in my head, sort of visioning like he was or they were sort of flying through space, and they were like planets just speeding past. Like it's all that he couldn't see the room he was in. He could just see the planets. This, like his brain was just so overwhelmed with that information yeah. and then like you were describing when that person walked into the room and it's like he's just taking in all of the information like it's like an overload he's hyper focused and it's like yeah 
why have you got ants crawling your face? Oh, it's lice. I know you have lice. And then look at that tooth. It's so mesmerizing. But the other day I thought it was decaying and disgusting. It's like, what is going mm. on? Something wet touched my face and I snapped back, back into consciousness. Please be rain. Please be rain. Nope. It was that bloody rat. Its nose brushing out my cheek. My screams were gutturals and raw, coming from somewhere deep inside my core. My body, my body self-preservation finally kicked in. The rat skittered away, the twinkling of broken glass jarring to my ears. Everything hurt as I dragged myself to my knees. A broken bottle was strewn across the floor, my blood red along its edges. I heaved and steaming bile hit the street. Getting to my feet, the world spun. Shoes. I lost my shoes but the pain in my feet was just muted by all the rest of my pains i could hear a crowd roaring in the distance somewhere to somewhere somewhere to my left the sky was now dark but the world was still bright with neons i stumbled towards the alleyway's entrance shadows moved along its walls one tooth glared from her cardboard castle but i couldn't muster even the energy to care I could only put one foot in front of the other. The noise of the crowd hit me like a hammer, deafening me and exciting me, bring a small smile that turned up the corners of my lips for some reason. The crowd could sense something off about me and parted around me like an island within, within a rushing river. I was okay with this. My body was using all its energy to keep, just keeping me upright. Crowds gathered in the streets, pointing at TVs, cars with engine just left idling, all forgotten except for the white moon that emblazed every service. Ah! Binary code emblazed across my brain. Ones and zeros rushed across my eyes. And once the sequence had finished, a flash of pictures burnt into my brain and words shouted, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, trees, animals, darkness, Mars, elixir, worship, darkness, lightning, scared, a garden, helpers, flowers, patterns, light touched. The pictures bombarded my brains, my screams of agony tearing at the already torn throat. Blood splashed onto the street as I hacked something up, mixed with the blood that seeped from my nose. Worship, darkness, running, need help, breathing, life, burning, need help, darkness, void, scared. Patterns fell into something of order, but I was too far gone within the agony of my body. My island had become a mountain range. People pushed into others just to get away from me, crossing streets, and others just watched as I clutched my head, tearing up my hair, screaming into the void at something only I could feel. A darkness in the back of my mind whispered, whispered secrets that no one should know, offering things that no one should have. I remember hands grabbing at my body. I fought them off with manic strength. Pain, pain hit me, but muted. It was only, it was muted as I couldn't, it couldn't beat the pain that I was already feeling in my head. And then blissful darkness. No, not darkness, not the absolute darkness of the void, but a gray muted light, soothing, warm, comfortable light. Then nothing. So something I'm noticing with your writing is you write quite a lot from the character's perspective, whereas I write from a, well, like whoever's character you are. Like last week it was, uh, I forget whose name you even assigned yourself. I didn't assign anyone. 
Oh, Jacob, Jacob Hardy. Jacob, there you go, yeah. Um, and this week you're writing as if you're the speaker. Yeah. Um, whereas me, I write from like a narrative, uh, a narrator sort of perspective. So have you ever, have you ever, um, so have you ever read um, How to Kill a Mockingbird? No. No. So How to Kill a Mockingbird is first person. Okay. Many are many many writing is a third person where you will say simon walked into the wall yeah he's dressed as a blah 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 yeah but i find it for some reason i can't i really struggle writing in a third person view yeah and i find it easier as imagining what this what this person's feeling how he's feeling and then having everybody as an interaction around you you know Hmm. The other book I've read like that is uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Old book. Yeah. Um, yeah. Same idea. It was like character's perspective talking about the world around them. And it's an interesting way of writing and it's an interesting way of the way we do this show. It's kind of like a live audio book for me. Um, you know, yeah, it's great. I, ju- I just find it rolls off the tongue so I can... And even now... I like half the stuff I say is I'm actually I haven't written down. It's just the feelings that I I mm. I, mm. I use and then I kind of ad lib extras to it. So if I send you the the actual thing and then you look at the recording, there'd be other bits added yeah. to it. Yeah. But I because I did a creative writing course many moons ago, <laughs> and she the 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 teacher told me to read. Um, How to Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah, and I love the book. Absolutely fantastic book. It's uh, the second one's trash, but um, oh, right. <laughs> the first one is fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, right. that's the. It's a style of writing. Um, I I just enjoy. It's what it, it's just what comes out, you know. And there's yeah. no point in trying to force yourself to write in a way that isn't what you are feeling. And like you yeah. said, when you're when you're reading and you're saying what you're feeling, it just adds to it and brings those characters just so much more to life. It's fantastic. I'm I, I'm glad. Do you know who you are? I don't know. I can't remember. I screamed straining at the bonds that held me to the bed. I woke up in Arway and now I'm here. Your name is Craig. The name from the doctor's lips didn't feel right. I know it was my name. It was there, fuzzy in my mind, but it just wasn't right it didn't click tell me what you took what drugs have you taken i know this statement was true as well that i used to take drugs or i had taken drugs but they were fading fading memories that i just couldn't grasp couldn't grasp them run venus Venus, mars life life, darkness. darkness i had to run i'm making life my gift to you I couldn't contain the words within my brain anymore, and I shouted them at the doctor. Spittle flying as the words tore from my mouth, the cuffs biting deep as I thrashed, my head pounded, a needle came, and I blacked out. I awoke to familiar strangers crowded around my bed, a woman, her face painted in concern, a man's stagnant disapproval, a sister too occupied with her phone to give me any concern. I could, and I couldn't remember them. The faces were rubbed out in my mind. I said something, but I don't know what, and they left. 
and this would be the last time I would remember them, but not the last time I would see them. Doctors came and went asking questions and me answering truthfully. I now didn't know my life before the alleyway. It was nothing but fuzz and static. The pictures and words that formed a cohesive picture in my brain. I was seeing through the eyes of something, watching it work, watching it breathe life into something where there was no life before. And this calmed me, pushing pain, the pain away until I didn't even feel it. A yellow leaf broke through a shard of volcanic rock, a leaf dancing at the slightest touch of the breeze. It was soft and slightly metallic in my fingers. It quickly turned into a tree, touching the green-hued sky. Giants lumbered past me, their footfalls shaking the landscape. People came and left my room. Some talked and some just stayed. But I was and wasn't there. I could see their images, but I wasn't there to say anything. I was walking the train of Mercury, Venus, Jupiter, Mars, and one that was covered in ice. The fine sand of Mercury shifted through my fingers and the sun, a massive burning star that took much of the horizon. Hot, so fucking hot, but not, not burning me. But at each, it was the same story. Life was starting and it was this moon. Who are you? A doctor asked. Her name. I heard, but forgotten. It was hard to know where I started and it begun. The pictures, the words, my life. I don't know, I said, looking out the window. What can you see? I think Venus. I don't know. My planet knowledge is sparse, I said, replying honestly. Venus? Yes. It's breathing life into the planets for us, a gift to us. I said, now looking into her eyes. Who's breathing life? The moon. The traveller. Is it? Is that his name yet? It, it approves. She looks confused, slight, slightly at all. She scratched at something under her scrubs. When she left, she kept looking back into the room, still touching at her sleeve. Her body was superimposed on an oasis on the planet Mars. The cool water lapped at my bed. She was joined by another. The heads were bent in conversation, but each reached to the same position on his sleeve. The man was snatching fleeting glances. The next day, the men in white coats came. Awesome. Yeah, you happy with that? Yeah, that was awesome. I love, yeah. I love, I love the, the the cliffhanger. The men in white coats came. Well, the the next part, the next part is. Um, uh, I kind of, I, I kind of fucking think the halls of pink being, uh, the halls of pink brought me indifference. Forgotten humans screamed in the corners, preaching sermons from chairs to a limited audience of none wearing the finest of dressing gowns. <laughs> that's the start. That's the next passage where he's in the mental hospital. Then the people from the the hospital. So what I've kind of done it with is, this is still within the timeline of Aries one. Yeah. Starting to take it off and then when they and then it's within that timeline right so so i'm gonna branch it that's that's my very yeah. short period of timeline yeah i it's a funny thing with destiny i forget that it's set in our world but at a point where it's still earth but it's a to, it's, it's like a totally different place and then the way you're describing it it's like 
I took drugs, I was in this alleyway, I was knocked out, and all these things, and I was mugged, and the doctor's like, just running through the usual things of, what have you taken? What is your name? And it's like, that's so right now, and so ingrained in what I, like, this is our world. Yeah. But then when I turn on Destiny, it's like, none of that stuff even exists, and you're doing such a great job of connecting those two points in time, because obviously there had to be a connection point at some point, there had to be some point where it turned to what we know as Destiny. Yeah. But our world had to exist beforehand. I'd th- yeah, you're doing it. It's coming together really great. I'm good. I'm glad. I'm glad because, like, like I said, <coughs> I I started writing on Monday, mm. Mm. and so I only read five, read five pages and then re went over and yeah. over and over and all yeah. that sort of stuff. So to reestablish a world that we know so well, it's yeah, it's not easy. No, I think you've done really great. Okay, awesome. <sighs> well, that didn't take too long. That was that. Oh. So that's, that's, that's the end? Yeah, that's it, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, great ending. I love it. I'm I'm excited. I want to see where that goes. I want to see how that ends. I will get my... I don't want to say what I'm doing for my law writing, but I will get mine done. You probably do one more week, and then I'll get mine. Yeah, yeah. A few weeks lined up. Uh, yeah. So I'll, like yeah. I said, we'll I'll finish mine off now, and then we have the second recording within what two weeks yeah yeah and then we work it out from there yeah yeah so this will go out two weeks from now um if you're listening to this and you're not liking the amount of time it takes i apologize um i'm (laughs) I'm trying to get faster at the edits like episode two was the, the the first proper attempt i took at that sort of thing um, so hopefully I can get faster and maybe in the future we can speed up the time out of the output timeline, but for now it's going to stay two weeks. Cause... Mm, yeah. Look, it just gives me enough time to write. Yeah. yeah. It's, write it's, stuff, it's, you know? it's all of it. It's, there's a lot of pre-production in the writing. There's a lot of post-production in my editing. And then it's just time that we have to find to be able to spend an extra hour each night after recording a podcast to mm. continue talking like. It's not. It sounds like it's nothing, but it's not easy to talk for two and a half hours about the one topic and just try and keep that energy up. I, I yeah, I've, I've got about five beers into me, so I'm, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, mm. it's it's. Um, I would, I wouldn't say challenge, but I would say try and do it if you're listening and you don't feel like it's that hard. Try and sit down and just keep the same conversation going for two hours with someone, and keep Remember- it lighthearted and interesting. <laughs> Remember, guys, as well, if you like these lore episodes, mm. give some love. Yeah. Please. Um, Agnikai puts a lot of effort into it. I don't. But send us, like, we are on iTunes. Give us give us a shout out on iTunes. We did have, oh, I forgot to read the bloody review. Right? But give us, some, <laughs> give us some love on iTunes. Let's make us mainstream. Let's, let's mm. bring us up to the same height as some of the other uh, Destiny 2 uh, podcasts out there. Mm. It'd be fantastic. And it obviously. We love doing what we do. we love doing what we do. This is why we do it. But just a little bit of love would yeah. be fantastic, yeah. just to show we're doing it in the right direction. Awesome, guys. Well, that's where we're going to leave it. I'll play the outro, and we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Thanks again, Guardians, for listening to Relax Law. Sebs and I really enjoy making these episodes, and we hope that you enjoy listening. If you'd like to show your support. Leave us a review on iTunes or your podcast service of choice. If you have any questions for us, reach out to us on Instagram at Relax Guardians Podcast or on Twitter 
at Podcast Relax. Thanks again, and we'll see you soon.